Hey, welcome to In Bed with Books, the podcast where we talk about smutty fantasy, classics, and more. I'm Melissa. And I'm Bethany. If you'd like to see more of us, you can find us on our website, inbedwithbookspod.com, or on Instagram at inbedwithbookspod. So thanks for joining us this week. Uh, What are we talking about today? Let's find out. All right. So currently, I've got family in town. Mm -hmm. And... uh. It's my aunt, my aunt, my uncle are visiting siblings to my, to my mom. And Jake is like, since we moved, gotten just like so much more aggressive uh-huh. with people entering the house, I should say. Like with us, he's an angel, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> when people enter the house, he just gets really defensive. Yeah. Um, But so, so we were kind of anticipating, like they came over last night and we were anticipating him being really aggressive towards them and i don't know it it must be because he spent christmas with us with them in texas but like he immediately warmed up he barked for all of like two seconds and then just got excited to see everybody which is new usually he barks at my uncle for like a few hours not like endlessly but like my uncle stands up he barks my uncle sits down he barks (laughs) he goes to get water he barks like over and over but like this time he didn't at all he sat on the couch with my aunt and like she was just petting him just mindlessly petting him it's a different dog oh yeah entirely like he like the way he acts with us which was Mm -hmm. nice because we were concerned about like he's not gonna not see them for the next week like we can't Mm -hmm. just like keep them separated so we were a little concerned that he was gonna take too long to adjust but he he's been a little angel (laughs) He's been my little angel. Yeah. Yeah. He's makes a happy. baby. He is a baby. Yeah. Um, he's already gotten into the habit of scratching her for attention because she stopped petting and he finds offense to that. So I'm just glad that I'm relieved of duties now. Yeah. But they're uh they're not here right now, so he's out pouting. Mm-hmm. That's a cardigan that is not him. So right. Yeah. Yeah, because he's just a black blob. He is, he is just a black blob. There's that episode. A few weeks back where he was on my lap because of loud noises outside and you can't you can see his face kind of a couple of times because of his little white patches here but otherwise it's just this kind of like amorphous thing that blends into my shirt so yeah yeah yep how have you been though i i don't know (laughs) oh god i'm getting really tan though i got kind of burnt today oh it's been I've been outside as much as possible but mm-hmm. it's just been okay I do have a fun work story <laughs> yes please so I work at a medical clinic and a co-worker and I decide uh, they have a gym there so you, could, you can use it for free and so we were like okay let's like we should work out after work and I was like okay let's go um Let's go, like, smoke a joint first. So we went into her car, and we smoked. And she had, like, a sky. Skylight? <laughs> the, like, moonroof? Sky window? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was trying to, like, kind of blow it out, you know? But it would, like, still, like, get in. Because yeah. the wind's going into that window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went back. So we... We walked back in and we started working out and we were just like, whoa, whoa, I'm so high. <laughs> it's just nuts. That fucking joint we had though was nuts. <laughs> she, cause she, cause I get the cheap stuff. She was just like, oh yeah, this was a two pack for like $12. I'm like, that's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's probably like, it's so much better though. It was like infused yeah. and it like, God, it just got me fucked up. And, um, you know, it's after hours we're clocked out you know we're just using the gym and uh so we thought we were fine but she was like had the spray stuff so we like sprayed ourselves and I was like oh yeah that's probably a good idea (laughs) oh yeah so we get in and one of the he's the resident and you know I'm not too worried because she was like the friend I was with, she was just like, oh, I don't, I'm not worried about him. He like mm-hmm. finds out, you know, 
I just don't want like any patients to know. Right. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So he was, they were, there were still some patients there. There was like one patient there and it was like in this room and then they like walk out, but like the gym is kind of like, they don't go through the gym, you know? But so the resident, he, um, he comes back out and he goes, the smell. Oh, no. <laughs> and we were like, oh, fuck. Cause like, it just like didn't even occur to me. Okay. Um, That's like a problem though when you smoke is that like because you've smoked, you just can't smell shit afterwards. And exactly. So it, when it like when, when weed was illegal here, yeah. it brought me such immense paranoia. Oh, so much. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, and it's like, the owners are nice. They get it. Yeah. Like they're not like that at all. Um, and you know, there's a couple employees that do it on their break and then come back and we all kind of know, and it's fine, whatever. Um, but anyways, I was like, I do, I wouldn't want a patient to smell it. So anyways, then we were like super paranoid and I was like, Oh, we should turn on a fan. So it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing what it's just amazing what weed can like you just spiral so quickly suddenly Ana you're like a scared teenager again yeah another note is that if you have never been high and worked out oh it's amazing cardio is not better though no no because the 10 minutes is the longest 10 minutes of my life yeah because for me we like weed it just like slows time down it stops yeah. time and so I was like, oh, this will feel great. And stretching feels really great and doing other things. But anyways, yeah. So, I mean, at least like, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty, but see, he is one of those guys. The resident is one of those guys that he's going to tell other people because he's yeah. fucking snitch. Um, which I'm not like that worried about because we didn't really do anything wrong. Um, yeah, no. We didn't do anything wrong. It's just more of like coming from like, it's, you know, it's a medical clinic. There were patients and you were high as fuck. And so everything just seemed a little bit worse. Um, but he's going to be like, you could smell it all the way out in the hall. Like he's one of those guys that will, will exaggerate. Yeah. Because he like, he's a Virgo. So he kind of lectured us in his like fluffy way. And I was just like, okay, buddy, go. Hopefully yeah, like unnecessary, but thank you. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Sorry, I'm gonna have a Tootsie roll. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like, okay, first of all, weed is a good pre-workout. Cause you can just space out. You can just get in the zone and space out. Um, yeah. It's really easy to do that. It doesn't hurt. You don't feel it as much. It's yeah. It's a little relieving. Like you feel it, you feel it, but it feels really different. Yeah. It, it's not painful. Your brain kind of just doesn't register it as pain as much. Mm -hmm. I also feel like with the kind of like the time blindness that you get with weed or this like very intense, like opposite almost of time blindness where you're like, you're very hyper aware of it. Mm -hmm. If you just space out. Cause I've gone to the gym. I don't want to say like fully baked. Like I did not have quality stuff. It was just like a little bit of like a little buzz, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was nice. I was just like 15 minutes on the treadmill. And then suddenly it was like 20 minutes and I was like, oh, okay, this is easy. This is nice. You just gotta have like the right, maybe like an audiobook or something going to distract you from the time. Yeah. Kind of like- in I the... always have to have a towel. I always have to have a towel over the time and I just don't even pay attention to it. Oh yeah, yeah. Cause um, sometimes because i'm just like it's too distracting <laughs> too oh yeah no i i agree with the uh with the weed at least like you'll only be able to pay attention either to like the audiobook or the the running or speed walking or jogging or whatever you're doing mm -hmm. so that i feel like makes a difference a little bit but yeah it, i would say like it makes you a little bit more aware of what your body's doing so like i do a lot of free mm -hmm. weights and uh, I'm suddenly, like, I can feel in my shoulder if I've been doing it wrong. Yeah. Because I'm, like, more hyper aware of, like, the, the motion, I guess. Yeah. Which is nice, yeah. but, yeah. Yeah. But what are we doing today? 
we, ooh, we're doing something we've never done before on In Bed With Books podcast history, which is we are going back in time. And, <laughs> <laughs> and this is, oh God, this is the one of the episodes in Friends where they do the the clips from old episodes yes yes or like kind of the, thing what what if we'd met this night kind of thing yeah yes. like yeah. just like a or the musical one no <laughs> there's always the musical the beach one. episode guys yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly um anyways what we're doing is we're going back in time into the to the from blood and ash and shadow in the ember world and bringing back old theories that we had after reading the book in the, in our old episodes. So we have actual like evidence of us saying mm -hmm. these words, <laughs> terrible words. And so we're going to be, uh, we're gonna just like listen to it, see how it turned out, <laughs> yeah. what actually happened, if, if our theories were true, if they weren't true, if they, and just kind of discuss it. Yeah. Um, this is also kind of an anticipation of in the next mm, couple of months, I think, a few months. Yeah, I think she's I think releasing... before the end of the summer, there's going to be another one, right? Let's look. Yes, let's look. Something oh, we should have done earlier, but here we are. A Soul of Ash and Blood. Yes, so this is, I believe... This the... was, is it, ooh, this is going to be July 18th. Yeah, so that's in like a little over a month. Damn. This is book five of Blood and Ash series. Yes. So this is Poppy, the OG. Yes, the OG. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we're really just, we, we called this one conspiracy theories because that is what we like to do when we're reading these books is we like to just, <laughs> I think... I, don't, I can't speak for you, but I know sometimes when I say these really outlandish things, there's a part of me that hopes that it's going to be true. You, like, cracked the code, yeah. Yeah, and, like, not even cracked the code, but it's, like, <laughs> that, like, it's not just a red herring, I guess, in the plot. Yeah. And there's a few times when we're definitely right. We're on, we're on to something. Yeah. And then there's definite times when, like, if we could go back and cut it because we, one or the other of us just sounds so stupid. <laughs> in hindsight, in hindsight, like hindsight is twenty twenty. Well, um, and we're and we're gonna listen to them. These yes. clips, <laughs> yes. we're gonna hear our baby little voices from two years ago. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm not. It's gonna be really fun. This reminds we're, me. Okay. We're looking forward to it. Can you tell? Yeah. This reminds me of our. Uh, reunion episode when I was like 10 minutes beforehand I had been editing another episode and you're like yeah you can totally edit that in front of me and then about like two minutes in you're like I need you to stop I need you to to turn this oh, off fuck. yeah it's bad that's, that's how it felt at first listening to these because when we had like made plans for this episode I didn't realize that it was literally the first three books that we read on the podcast yeah, I, don't know why I kept thinking that it was Serpent and Dove. That was the second one. Yeah, I mean, it, yes, yeah. yeah. And, so it was and, first that first season. Yes, man. <laughs> yeah, so like I knew it was first season, but I was like, yeah, it's not like the second episode. It totally was. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the very first one, I don't have a timestamp for because it's like literally we, it's right as we start, but it's not like it's not anything big. So. From Blood and Ash, from the very beginning, uh, uh, sorry, at the very beginning, uh -huh. we think it had been announced that it was just going to be a trilogy. And by the end of this, I should say, in the th in Crown of Gilded Bones, we're talking about the announcement for A Shadow in the Ember. So in, the, in this episode, in the very first episode, I was like, in my heart, I know that this is going to be a longer series because I wanted it to be longer. I was like, I can't yeah. do just the trilogy for this um yeah you should, and then play, by the you should play it first and then and then hear it and then well i don't know where it. it is i don't have a timestamp for it okay should, should, I, should i find it or oh no you're fine it's because it's not really a like we don't have to play oh, every okay. audio yeah it's okay, just a, it's just like a snide or like a, a back a back it's not a snide it's just like a comment that i make um okay but then again like by the very end of this 
I must not have been the only person feeling this way because Armin Trout announced that there's going to be like a prequel series and then there was going to be a fourth book and like yeah and so like not to brag but I complained enough you to knew. get it to happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> within that within that hour. <laughs> yes, yes. Um but I will say the very beginning, the very first book, I think so much of it is like us just figuring out what's going on because that's what Poppy yeah, is in doing. the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like as Poppy and then also as readers getting introduced to this world that we don't have a lot of uh theories at this point. Um so if you want to pull up the 20 minute and 30 second mark, just about there. Yeah. So we assigned books, episodes to listen to. So Melissa's going to take us through From Blood and Ash, the first three books, From Blood and Ash, Kingdom of Flesh and Fire, and Crown of Guild of Bones. And then I'm going to take us into the end of it. So uh, um, the next three. Yes. The War of Two Queens, which is the last one in the Blood and Ash series. And then I'm doing Shadow and the Ember and Light and Flame. Yes. So that was our homework. (laughs) Yeah. I'm all right. I have to play it and then let's see. It's tracked over what you could see of my face. And even with the veil, I felt unbearably. Can you hear it? Yes. Okay. So what was the stamp? 20 minutes or no, sorry, 26 minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. Not a very long episode. <laughs> yeah, no. Three, one. Uh, like 30 seconds. I kind of rounded because I figured we weren't, yeah, we weren't going to get exact times, but of the dagger, which she's proven in front of everybody that she can use perfectly fine. Right. So actually kind of going but back to his death shit. and as he's dying, yeah. part of the reason that like, it's so frustrating to read is because he's begging her for forgiveness. And I spent most of the, f- like, well, the rest of the first book trying to figure mm-hmm. out why he wanted to be forgiven. Like, what did he need to feel forgiven for? But then as her and Hawk get closer and she's discovering more of herself outside of this maiden identity, I realized that, like, he didn't feel like he protected her as well as he could have. Like, he protected her in a way that she needed to be protected as the maiden, but not as Poppy. And he regretted that. And that hurt. That really hurt. It hurt so bad. I'm like, I'm trying not to tear up right now. Just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that was such a rough scene. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Ooh. Okay. Okay. okay so let tie in. <laughs> oh, I like this part. We need like a segue. Let's talk about six. Okay. <laughs> so I think initially, or I guess, okay. I can complete a sentence. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like this is like kind of bouncing off the it was supposed to be a trilogy situation. Is that it is kind of clear that Victor is like the tragic side character death of the book. Mm-hmm. And so I actually do kind of doubt. I, I, I guess I kind of doubt whether she intended for him to be as important later on as he becomes because what we find out later is that he is the like original victor this like race of higher beings that's kind Mm -hmm. of sent out aimlessly to protect random people that -hmm. are like important to for the direction of the world and so he's not just like a victor he is the victor Mm-hmm. named victor like they are called victors because of him mm-hmm. and so i think like that i mean that answers that question really that that theory for something bigger which is like because it's his job it's literally like it's it's what he was made for he's the first one and he fucked it up oh yeah or at least in his so, eyes he think he fucked so it up. so what was the what was the theory i guess the theory was, was it- just like there's something more that he's my theory yeah. at the time was that he was worried that he didn't protect Poppy enough as she, like, as Poppy, he only protected her, like, as the maiden. Yeah. Going back to, I think, some, something that we had talked about in private, I believe, which is that, like, as much as Victor loves her, he has a hard time reconciling her as Poppy and her as the maiden because he's trying to protect her. So he's trying to keep her as the maiden as long as possible. Uh-huh. And so that means, like, in some That's ways... even he, more sad. It is, it is. And, like, he, like he knows it. 
but he still yeah. has to do what he has to do to make sure that she survives you know yeah um and i think i say he knows that we don't know the extent to which he knows what still because right. it was just introduced i think in the very very last book the very last uh seraphina book seraphina and nikdos that that's his that's us that's our victor yeah and so we don't know how much he knew or if I think we can assume that he knew a lot. Yeah. But we we can't say for sure just yet. And so that's also yeah. frustrating. It's like, did he know what he was doing? Was it just this like kind of innate sense that he had fucked up? Which yeah. would also be tragic. Just like yeah. you can't put your finger on it, but also you know that you screwed up royally, you know? <laughs> but I feel like, do you think he'd be a victor if he didn't screw up? Well, I mean, he is a victor, but I don't think... I think the thing with the victors is they're not supposed to screw up. Right. But they've got like direct contact up, the fates. I like that the first victor did though. But I don't think like, he actually screwed up is the problem. Yeah. I think he got a little too close to like his, if you want to call it like his mark. He, well, his, his, his watch had ended because Castile was yeah. in the picture. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's actually that's also more, a very it's good the sacrifice point. that makes him a victor is the sacrifice of like, yeah. he's the, he's the, um, Gurgi. Yeah. And like that, that's, that's actually a very good point that I, I hadn't really thought about, which is that like, he wasn't responsible for her anymore. Yeah. By her meeting Castile, they set into motion this whole thing where she's going to be far more powerful than any of them could ever imagine. She doesn't need protection anymore. Yeah. Um, because that's kind of the thing is like the victor's job is to make sure that things play out properly, right? But with Victor there, it couldn't have played out the way that it needed to play out. Yeah. So his watch his watch has ended. ended. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. So no, yeah, I'm, that's a good one. And I think we're still learning. We're still learning exactly oh, yeah. the whole system of Victor. So it'll be cool to follow up on this. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's also fun to see, like, having listened to these again. It was okay. Part of why we wanted to do this was, like, also to remind ourselves what's going on going into the next book. Yes. Um, And reading, or, like, listening to some of these early ones, it was nice to see how things, like, persist uh -huh. through the series or how they come back and how we get, like, the throwbacks and everything or uh -huh. things aren't quite what we see and here's how it actually is. And also there, like, we pull from these beginning stages yeah kind of like reframe it later which is mm -hmm. nice yeah so, exactly um okay the next one is an honorable mention for bethany Ooh. yes if you want to go to the 48 minute and 30 second mark a lot of 30 seconds in my timestamps. okay he's just like at the door or he's just always around like when she happens to be like naked or something i don't know or like bathing or something and it's just like that there's there's like tension building there so then you're like what's going on as a reader of romance like you can tell when they're like opening a door yeah so like a possibility with like oh, a person so i was yeah. just like <laughs> people at the same time we yeah. didn't say the name for a long so, time so but i liked kieran because he answered her questions and like talked with respect to her and was as direct as a quiet brooding personality could be but castile was just like never really around and then it was getting almost Ooh. kind of borderline they were shitting like, on castile so know. hard there's that yeah, scene where they're in the library all three of them because like she can't be left alone <laughs> yeah well because somebody's gonna make another attempt on her life yeah <laughs> and castile comes in um you were saying that cast I'm shitting on Castile. I mean, this book fucked it up for me. Remember from Blood and Ash, the end of it is really rough. Yeah, and he rough. becomes he because he kind of he kind of pissed me off a lot. You he really loved him. him. Yeah, he did you not really piss me off nearly as much but as other he, people. But but yeah, I was like really upset with him. So that's why I was shitting on him because <laughs> I did not like the ending. Okay, into the pantry. And like, oh yeah, when they're walking, they back. get all like hot and heavy in there, and it's like you're not gonna answer any questions, but you're like ready to like, you know. I was yeah. just, there was just a little like I think just the timing of things was a little off, where I was just kind of like, 
I get it. Like you, you're not ready to like bear everything right now, but like, and you need like sexual tension, but like, I felt like that was a area where I felt like it could have been done better where like you can use the sexual tension as a tension in their relationship. Yeah. But it didn't feel like that was where it was directed. Does that make sense? Like it was kind of directed as like a filler for us not having answers. Exactly. Um, where it's also we could just pause it. Like, okay. When he, so yeah, you called Kieran from book one, and I don't think I disagreed with you, but I no. wasn't fully on board yet. I didn't see it. I didn't find Kieran yeah, yeah, to be yeah. that interesting. Yeah, he just kind of like would swoop into a room yeah, and he, stand. I could see how he could be conceived as a creeper. Yeah, like. And like I guess not up. even like like a little bit of a creeper, like kind of unsettling, not in like a fully bad way, but just in a like, I'm not getting any, like, I'm not getting vibes, period. Like, I'm not getting bad or good vibes. I'm not just, I'm just not getting vibes at all. Um, and yeah. that was my thoughts at first. But to be fair, in book one also, all we had from Kieran was that he helped them travel at first. So we didn't fully know who he was. We just knew that he, like, I think we both were very clear on like, Hawk is not who he says he is. Um, yeah. Well, and the Kieran second, supported that. Yeah. The second book, Kieran, that's when I really fell in love with Kieran because he has that conversation with her on the beach. With the heartbeats about, thing? Yeah. Yeah. So. And and so they, he, she, he ended up becoming like a really good friend for her. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's that, but like that in the, in the first book, that's where our disconnect was because like, I just didn't see Kieran as much of anything at that point. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you saw the threesome from like a mile away. And I was ready for it. Yeah, you were. You I was were like, very the shit I it. was reading, I was like, where's the threesome? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not going to introduce this character. And I also thought that they were, they had like a kind of a nice banter. They have a nice, they have yeah. their own kind of flavor of banter that I felt yeah. like, oh, that could be like, I felt was kind of hot so I think like, oh I could imagine more yeah what it's like grown into as well is that like the uh their relationship is much more based on this like platonic love for each other so they're part mm -hmm. of like the thruple because it yeah. like kind of later on I'm like let's just speculate for a second and say yes. that they're gonna be a thruple <laughs> <laughs> um and at the time my argument was that like they're a thruple based on both of their relationships to Cass to Castile mm -hmm. but what happened progressively is that Kieran and Poppy got a lot closer like like Kieran and Castile are very much like brothers mm -hmm. but Kieran and uh poppy have become like really just really close friends which i think is yeah. really nice to see is like in their relationship we get to see poppy and castile's passion and then karen yeah. and poppy's just like support for each other mm -hmm. like they're kind of like tiny daily shows of love kind of thing yeah well and there is that um there is this kind of unspoken safety that you feel around him because Castile trusts him. Yeah. And so Castile's really is like holding Poppy's hand. And so then when, and so then when the person who's, who's like leading you and like helping you, like they're treating this person like a brother and he's always there. Like you're always going to kind of be, although then the second book, he like, she, she gets that trust broken. Yeah. Um, but then that's when Kieran is there yeah. and you're like, okay, then it's like really settles in. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so yeah, so those all are, are all the ones from blood and ash. Yeah. Um, so next is kingdom of flesh and fire, which I feel like now that we've had all these other books is probably one of my favorites because we get them falling in love. We get their wedding. We get, get blood sex. sex like <laughs> oh yeah the kid no the blood sex was the first one 
Yes, the blood sex is the very end of the first one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, no, the cave sex. You like that. That reignited vampire love in me. Well, and, um, the, and, and the, it also had the eating out scene where he was feral. Oh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yes, now that I've, you know, re-listened and reacquainted myself with some yeah. of those. Um, so let me go to the first one that we've got here. Like, in the oh. middle of what's about to be a battlefield. Exactly negotiating with poppy and it makes me think like what do they want with her like she can no longer be the maiden she's not like how like she doesn't seem to be valuable to anyone anymore like just let her go but yeah they still need her and so that makes me think that there's much more to it yes yes Yes. i think i killed it yeah, you killed it. I think there's also like, <laughs> this goes back to a little bit of the, what we were talking about with book one, which is how much of that was intentional. Like at, at this point, does Armin Trout know that she wants this to be more than three books, like larger than a trilogy and she just hasn't officially announced it yet? I like, mean, I think, I think with, I think since we know that there's a Shadow in the Ember series, I think she was hoping for it to be a lot bigger yeah. i think yeah and i guess like in terms of her writing process like when mm-hmm. she's writing this scene does she already know that yeah because there is kind of that like she's drawing it out is this just like a is it just their egos that are doing this too i think that was like a question that i had because they don't want to admit that they lost they're trying to like reestablish their power but it's even then like like you're saying they could do it it doesn't have to be poppy at this point yeah if this is like just some kind of political, which we find out it is obviously just some kind of like political game. They've never seen Poppy's face. Yeah. Just throw some other woman in there. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. They're fighting for somebody that like at that point we're like, why? Um, but yeah, you killed it. Ask I mean, there were, I mean, there was, yeah. I mean, there was definitely like, I think like the maiden, there was always kind of this mystique around yeah. like, why did they need her? What did he need her? And that was mainly because of her own need to know, like, what was the ascending? Like, yeah. what was that, like, whole ritual? And that was kind of... But even then, like, that gets thrown up on its... Yes. Like, thrown upside down, like, in the next book. And so that's why we're just, like, constantly being, like, what is going on all the time? Yeah. And so... I think that was there one was of the a reasons- lot of yeah i just feel like in the nature of her books there's always questions yes yeah always and i feel like that's one of the reasons that like we needed that prequel series because Mm -hmm. when we see seraphina and all of that we see very clearly like we find out later on that it's not quite as old she's not as far behind Mm -hmm. like century like she's not that dated compared to poppy Mm -hmm. And so there's really only like a few centuries that they've had to design this system. And so I think like so much of it is just that like this is something that's on a weak foundation. Yeah. And we're seeing it crumble right before our eyes. And there's a little bit of like reestablishing what this new world order is going to look like. Uh Um, But it's so funny that you mentioned the like the questions and everything. So the very first series of hers that I read was um, the... Oh, shit, let me look up the name of it real quick. Sure. Because I think it uh I think it was another one where they were like So it was okay, yeah. So it was the Lux series that I read. Was mm-hmm. it or was it the Origin series? No, Lux series. And uh it's about it's like an alien romance. Modern. Yes. Um but they're human aliens that exist amongst humans. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as the series goes on, there's this like, she's finding out, the main character finds out that like aliens exist. And then the aliens find out that what they were told wasn't true. But then also the US government is after them. And also there's like this underground group right. of people. And so it's like, yeah, I think that she does like this. And we've, this is two series now. I do want to really read yeah. her new one that's coming out. What is it? Um, shoot, where'd it go? She's got, I think it's Storm and Fury. Is that the one? No, that's her older one. That's an older one, I think, yeah. Yeah. Fall of Ruin and Wrath. Yeah. Which is the same structure as all of the, like, 
fantasy. I'm going to start losing yeah. track of all of the fantasy books now. Um, <laughs> it's something of something. It's, it's the something of, it's the fall, it's the crown, it's the shadow of this and, and war and, and there's wings and yep. Um, <laughs> just like bingo i'm just gonna pull a card out and just yeah make a title rule it um which of course is not in the author's control all the time so it does i'm sure suck to have your titles turned into like a copy of everybody else's but um i digress i feel like she does like to do that um, yeah i was gonna say unfortunately just like sometimes frustratingly because we're in book two and i think we're so sure of ourselves as i was listening to these like yeah we're so sure of what is about to happen and we're so wrong yeah <laughs> every time <laughs> every time okay let me get the second one set up yeah that's good i feel like we say this too in the episode one of the episodes which one i don't say remember, what sorry but i remember we said this like in one of a one of the episodes where we're like or I was asking you, I was like, is this, is this normal for her other books? And you were like, yeah, yeah. kind of. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's see here. And then okay, cool. specifically remember the quote. There's a part when she talks about how Castile is looking at her and she says something along the lines of, he looked at me as one would look upon a God and I'm like, you're just going to throw these words at us yeah. <laughs> and like get us all excited for this. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is like now she's a fucking primal. Yeah. She just keeps going. Yeah. There's no end. There's yeah. no limits. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Limit does not exist. Um, I think the recurring thing throughout all of this is that we're... Like we're getting to go along the ride of Poppy finding out who she is, figuring out who she is, while also like finding out who she is a little bit of both yeah. at the same time, you know. Um, and I mean, we talk about it a little bit actually in the next one too, but mm -hmm. in the next one, I'll I'll get on that a little bit. She kind of just reaches this point that we talk about where like she wishes she could do something, and then she's like, "Well, why can't I?" yeah and so she does it i think it's like veneta something had happened with veneta and so it she went... saves veneta no i think it was uh bennett no that's in, in the second one okay yeah sorry so this like that that was that is in the second one that's the when she heals him and she doesn't yeah. know she really doesn't know right. uh okay she's just kind of like trying she's just like i don't know i felt like i should put my hands on him and here yeah. we are um, but I think it was like Veneta had fallen down a chasm or something because of something that had oh, yeah. happened. We don't go into detail. We just say like, because Veneta fell. And I'm like, that vaguely rings a bell. Um, but yeah, and so she's like, well, I, God, I wish I could just pick Veneta up out of the chasm. Yeah. But wait, and then she does it. And it's like, every time she thinks one of these things, yeah. she fucking does it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I love that for her. Yeah, and then I'm pretty sure maybe one of my clips in the later one, but like, pretty sure I've heard the heard us say like, she's a fucking primal. Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're like, she's a god. Like, we yeah. just like knew this all along. <laughs> well, and then <laughs> this is the one where like at some point I say something along the lines of like. Now that we know she's a god. Yeah. Now no. that we know. Yeah. Now that we know. Now that's confirmed. It's been Shut confirmed. Up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think our sources tell us. Yeah, our sources tell us. So okay. Okay. So let me go on. This is one of the funny ones, and I hope you don't get embarrassed by me playing this one. Oh god. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm sure you'll survive, but it might be a little painful. I've gotten this far. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Where are we? Embrace the cringe. Embrace the cringe. That's what we're here for. Embracing the cringe. Like at least 15 times more than I trust Alistair. Oh yeah. No. He, and he's like the quiet one. Alistair's like the, hmm, you know, like the. He's kind of serious. Like it, 
it rubbed me the wrong way when she sees him and they're kind of like when they finally are on good terms and she's like he reminds me of victor i'm like bitch she's nothing like victor oh my god yeah see I he would like never act like that so i was like very much like is alistair her real dad because there's <laughs> I'll, I'll set the follow-up but okay this whole like dialogue about like oh alistair like helped people, people like escape. parents to try and escape and so i was like oh shit is like he her dad like i was just like there's gonna there's so many like layers here and then he kind of started getting more and more sour because like you immediately <laughs> didn't like well that's yes. a that's a foreshadowing too you immediately did not like him yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay. believe my, you saw you saw his bullshit from a mile away i mean obviously yes. he had bullshit <laughs> But I was thinking too of like process of elimination, all of the men that are connected to her past. We know yeah. none except for him. So I was like, yeah, I was shooting darts at that point. No, that's fair. That's fair. In the dark. I, uh, yes. in like, in my eyes, kind of what I was, cause I could see where you're coming from on that with the, like, we don't know yeah. a lot about her past, but I think at the time we were also being like, hinted at somebody that she couldn't identify from her like that last night with her um family when they were trying to run away somebody like the craven had attacked and he remembers his mom talking to somebody and mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. telling her to run and she just remembers this man and, like the hand we find well, out she... later that it was malik Oh, okay. Yeah. So she, yeah. she recognized, well, that was the thing too, is she recognized Alistair's voice. I remember yes. there were certain lines in kingdom of flesh and fire at the beginning where, cause he would come in and everyone was kind of afraid of him. Yeah. And so there was this distrust you had about him, but he also had like daddy, a weird, like sense. this was before daddy was a concept on this podcast. So unfortunately <laughs> we weren't able to use this I mean, we had you know, Victor, we had the early we had inklings. Dad. Yes, yeah. The early inklings, I like that. Yes. But like, I feel like he had this like commanding daddy like presence that you were yeah. like, okay, like he seems like, she seemed to feel a little bit more able to communicate with him about things, even though he was a little like off because everyone was like kind of afraid of him. Um, so she wasn't sure whether to trust him, but I remember there was something about she, no, she recognized the voice. Yeah. His voice Which, was like familiar to her. I think is because he did help them escape. Yeah. But then he was also partially responsible for them being captured. Yeah. yeah. Because he was always like a sleeper. in yeah. The, so that the was Atlantis like, I sport. feel like a really well-placed red herring yes if i ever no, saw one entirely was it entirely was but yeah. i love how just like off the cuff you're like maybe he's your dad yeah <laughs> like this was not a that was not premeditated although no that was i had my i had i felt it you know yeah i felt it and then i i made words to it and then i thought about it <laughs> <laughs> that's fair i think part of it for me as well is that like in again like so much of this is in hindsight, but like part of what I eventually recognized is like my like the root of the distrust that I had for him was that he her immediate and ab ability to like trust him kind of mm -hmm. made me feel like something in him was remind like you know when trauma survivors or people who are like have had traumatic relationships can't be the healthy one in a relationship until they like heal yeah because they're like searching for those indicators of like like unconsciously i should say unconsciously yeah. finding those like same red flags and identifying with them yeah. i feel like that's just what happened is that like there's somebody commanding who people didn't trust which felt like solace and the tearmans and so she found like security in that again because it was like unbeknownst yeah. to her like familiar yeah, I don't know that I would have been able to put that into words before because yeah, no, that's I was just a really so good angry point. Angry at him all the time. Well, she, he was, he was kind of a, he's like an evil Victor. Yeah, he's like, like what they a, wanted Victor to be. 
Yeah. 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 But Victor was a Victor. Yes. Victor was perfect in every single possible way. Yeah. Yep. And you can quote me on that. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Reference. <laughs> and so this that's is... King. Oh, then we have five. That's right. Go ahead. There's yeah. No, this is number four now, and this oh, is okay. just my last like Your going last back hurrah. to yes. I don't know if we re really even need to play this, except to like. No, we do. Yeah. Let's see here. To have how confident I sound when I say this on full display. Good job of actually like building a world around that. Yeah. I think I mentioned in, in book one, but now that we've got more characters, I do want to reiterate that she has such a firm grasp on who her characters are that the plot seems to happen just really naturally. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't ever sure. feel forced. And if it surprises you, it's because she has a really good reason for it. This isn't my theory just yet, or like, this isn't the thing. It's just, I'm bad at doing the timestamps, but I will say, I think that still stands. Yes. I think well we've she, talked about that about a lot still, about yes. in the later episodes actually in the death episode because I do reference this mm -hmm. is that um we talk about how well she like lets things happen over time yes and like yes. smaller scenes and then it makes it feel more natural rather than rather than doing everything in one event and then we're just mm -hmm. like Ugh. like yeah yeah um, it's like she never she does this really good job of leaving it open with the information that we're given like we're given enough to answer certain questions yeah but then we're still like she's she's not doing what certain other authors who will go unnamed because i don't want to shit on anybody but like oh, jk rowling where they like give so much information <laughs> that like it doesn't like as time goes on you're just limiting the possibility for creativity within the world or further yeah. creativity within the world whereas like armin Chat has a really firm grasp on like letting just enough out yeah yeah and i yeah I, I still think that stands so okay yes like there's and even if it's more to it than you know like and she'll if it does surprise you it's still not out of character yeah yes i'm excited to see where they go especially especially now that her identity is like fully revealed to see how I don't know uh, yet. No, we needed to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I thought. I love you that. Know what I thought because it's like, yeah, now she's a god. We know. And then the next fucking book, yeah. she starts this one. Or we did, yeah. She like because we we find out more about her background in this one. Yeah, Crown of Gilded Bones was kind of that's kind of what slowed me down with it. I think was like another thing. Yeah, because Crown of Gilded Bones, it this it the book literally starts with that scene at the tree where she almost dies. Yeah, and Castile ascends her, and then you're like, now what? You're like, what the? It fuck? wasn't clear. <laughs> yeah, because it, it was another time where they're all like, well, I guess we'll just find out what happens to you. I'm like, I kind of wish yeah. that somebody had been able to say, like Willa or somebody had come forward, but like, well, yeah, she's a primal. That is what's going to happen to her. But they just didn't know, and they're like, time will tell. I'm like, uh, Armin Trout's time. just like, well, that's no fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Armin Trout's like, what? What? No. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, and then I, I, I won't show you, show you guys the notes on this, but we have like the notes of the theories, the timestamps, and then little comments. And my comment on this one is just, no, you dumb bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. On to the next one. Crown of Gilded yes. Bones. Let me get it set up. So this one, I guess we could do like a little overview of what goes on in this one. This one is the one where she's kidnapped by um, Alistair. Alistair after his attempted. So like they find out she's a god at the very end of number two because they try to kidnap her. Yeah, Bennett takes her. Yeah, the whole and it's not really Bennett. It's one of the like face stealing yeah. people, which really sucks. Um, and so that's how we find out that she's a god. And so it's like really like end of the moment there. Yeah. And then the first like quarter of the book, Alistair escapes somehow or like, cause he's got a whole network of people that are trying to take down the deniers. 
Um, uh-huh. And they steal Poppy and they manage to almost kill her because she's not fully in her power yet. She's still going through the culling. And uh-huh. so he has to ascend her. So it happens very early in the book. Right. Which feels kind of like she's a god, she's a primal. Uh-huh. She's a god, she's an unknown. It was like a very kind of like whiplash kind of moment. Yes. Um. But also that being said, the way that the book plays out for the rest of the book, I don't know that there would have been a better spot to like put that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because the um, like the the rest of the plot is kind of a response in response to that, yeah, whole event. So, um, real quick, how many of this book did we want to do? Um, we want to do all six. Is there any ones that you think we should? Oh, Kieran and Tawny, can, we can take that one out, right? Well, I mean, we can just mention that one. We don't have to do. Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. the okay. thing. It's like if we okay. if we can just mention a couple. Um, we don't have to do do all of them. Okay. Sounds okay. Good. So. This is another one from you. It's actually about an hour in. I think because Poppy stops asking questions, mm-hmm. we stop having so many questions. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Share my screen. thousands of years old it could have been yeah. her so that is a theory oh, i have oh. Ooh, i have a new mic i was thinking yeah. like because we were just talking about the shadow and the ember like coming out like mm-hmm. the um plotted jason Ooh. book yeah so this is the first time that we're talking about that so by the announce by the, oh, yeah. this time by the point by the point we knew that time- shadow and ember was coming out yes it came which- out that fall Yes. Yeah. And I think we recorded these. We episodes recorded this over in like July. Just a few weeks. Yeah. So sometime in those few weeks is when we learned differently. Yeah. Her world adjacent book, and she and I was like, "What if Willa was the first maiden? Because her journal is in there. Yeah. Like it would make like mm. why else would her journal be there? Um. Which well, we now know that the first maiden was. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know now that the first maiden was Millie. And yeah. the reason that she was wiped from everything was because Isbeth was still trying to control the narrative. Yeah. She's fine. But I do think separately, you raise this question, you raise a good question of like, what was Willa's journal doing there? Yeah. I don't know that we've fully gotten that answer. Like, it feels like one of those things where like fate planted it. I feel, like, I feel like Willa is like Jennifer. You know? Is what? The author. Oh, oh, like Jennifer, you know? like her, like self input, like her yes. implant. Yeah. So yeah. she, so it's this like kind of little Easter egg, this like little, like, mm-hmm. I, like a more, more, um, Morrigan and Dragon Age for those of you nerds out there, <laughs> like the one <laughs> that just kind of knows what's going on, but she's like kind of cryptic. Yeah. Um, and you want to just like her to tell you what's going on and she doesn't. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like that, um, like you had said, like, why doesn't she just, why doesn't Willa just tell them that she's a primal? <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like if everybody Willa would know. Yeah. So, yeah. And she's also supposed to be, I think, the oldest one there. Like, yeah. a, I think a couple thousand years old. Yeah. Yeah. I so kind that. of want, I kind of want Sarah to meet her. Same. I, I think that would be like a really fun way to have okay. like a crossover. New theory. <laughs> New yes. theory. New theory. Um, Willow will show up if we know anything. I'm I'm yeah. gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. Just say it, just say it. I think Willow's gonna show up in Shadow of Shadow in the Ember series at some oh, point. Oh yeah, I hope so. It, I mean we I have hope she's to have, that old. I think she is. Cause I'm under the impression, honestly, that she's older than Castillo. Well, duh. well yeah, um, but older than Beth- Serafina. Right, because the way that they, they talked about Willa, like right. Willa is old. She's like um, Amarin. <laughs> yeah, like that's I think the they vibes don't know that we, what she is. <laughs> yeah, they don't know like how old she is. They don't really know much about her history. They know that she's part of like yeah. a prominent family, and that's about it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I think that is a valid, very solid theory. Yeah. Um, okay. 
especially yeah. because that could give us like the person in real life who's connecting them like the kind of connecting point between the two of them somebody who lived at the time yeah not just people who are trying to assume the stories kind and of, stuff kind of like reaver yeah but like reaver's a child and yeah seraphina book but like yeah like someone that's kind of there and kind of knows everything and they're like, i just i thought you guys knew like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so nonchalant about it <laughs> okay this one is one of my favorite of your theories let me pull it up properly uh... i didn't know i had so many theories well sometimes you're just asking questions honestly and you're asking good questions oh thank you yeah I have thoughts. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, fun to speculate. It's even more fun when I know I'm going to be right, but I don't know this time. <laughs> <laughs> I just get to dwell on it for the next 10 months-ish. One more thing. Yes. Kieran and Tawny? Yes. I, I like that they saw that slightly. Lyra conveniently fell out of the <laughs> I know. They were just like, here's Lyra. That's right. And now she's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot that they killed her. She was the one that like gave him the blowjob on the mm -hmm. beach. The beach. Yes. And then like two chapters later, she's dead. Like her last <laughs> real scene in the book Didn't is she just. Didn't they die on the beach? That, no, I think battle on the beach. She oh. died in because she went with them to Isbeth's uh -huh. meeting, okay. and she was one of the ones, Sorry. one of the casualties there. Um, I, I mean, obviously, we don't really know yet. We just got Tawny back at the like, yeah, the end of this book, and then yeah. we see her a little bit more in the next book. Like, I'm on team quadruple. Same. Well, like, because we all know Tawny yes. loves Hawk, too. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think what I would want to see, though, is, like, when we first met her, <laughs> it's very much, like, I'm getting serious. You know, it's just, I got it. Mm -hmm. um, a connoisseur of quadruples. Um, yeah. When we first see her in the first book, she's very, like, schoolgirly around the girls talking about their crushes yeah. together at the sleepover, and they've got code names for him, and oh my god, did you see what he did? Um, and so <laughs> I'd want to see that progress a little bit into, like, I mean, we've seen Poppy grow from a schoolgirl, and so I want to see Tawny a little bit more firmly, not as the schoolgirl, you know? Yeah. That way it's yeah. not quite as jarring, I want to see I Tawny as, like, a an adult yeah exactly exactly yeah um so yeah if we had kieran and uh sorry if we had kieran and tawny together and then Cass and poppy together and then they just they went you know yes yeah, a little bit of a little bit of yeah a little bit of a little bit of action yeah a little bit of everything you know who doesn't love a yeah, little bit of everything nice okay so new theory there yes Yes, quadruple. If you guys quadruple. think if you had a problem with threesomes, this is not the podcast. It's not. You. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Go elsewhere. <laughs> yes. Get out of here. No. <laughs> All right. So this last one, I'll play it for you first, but it does feel like something that we're still getting some clarity on. And then I will let you decide what that means figure out what that means <laughs> all right where is it okay he sees his best friend opening up yeah and i think that's really because he when he sees those moments he can see the strength of their bond mm-hmm yeah, which is what he wants for yeah. Kieran and Poppy. He wants them to have a strong bond. and Yeah. Because I think if it weren't for her having the, the power and bond with all the Wolven, they would have done a joining at some point. Yeah. 
I think they still could. But they, this time, they definitely still could, and I think they will. The tables um, have turned. Yeah. It's not as urgent. Yeah. Oh, there was that scene where she was sending a message to King Jalara. Oh. Of King Jalara? Yes. And I couldn't help but see a little Khaleesi. Yes. Moment where she burns the... There's that moment when Tyrion's on her side. um, When Daenerys burns, like, the... I don't even remember, but he he burns like the father and the son of like oh, yeah. the land. Um, it was a Sam, uh, Sam Garden. Sam's Charlie's father and brother. Yep. Charlie's father and brother. And... <laughs> like this is a bad idea, but in this case, I was like, this is a good idea. Okay, the we're getting land. up there. <laughs> who are they? The 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 heirs to High Garden. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the land. Oh, <laughs> um, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. I just don't know how I got this timestamp so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it feels narratively like we're getting a better Khaleesi outcome. Yeah. Okay, let's try. Was it a, the foursome or was it or the threesome or was it? No, it's uh something else. Yes. I'm curious to see how the revenants play into Atlantia's new plan because it's clear that they are not mindless, emotionless yeah. assholes yeah, like right. the ascended, the vampires are. They've got emotions. The girl that we meet when we have the meeting where we learn Isbeth and everything, she clearly didn't like dying. But Isbeth yeah. also clearly uses her as an example of their power. I'd also like to reiterate that i'm pretty sure that was millie Ooh, yeah the one that she kills to show how powerful she is yeah so she can like bring her back right then and it's like that is your daughter fuck yeah like that's fucked up shit yeah all the time and when they have the conversation between that revenant and poppy after poppy kind of explodes yeah you can see a hesitation and the Revenant that I'm curious about how far into their ranks that goes. Because, okay, I'll stop it there. So that's yeah. kind of where I went with that. Because, like, we don't actually have an answer to that question yet. Yeah. In the fact, hesitance we have an answer for, but, like. In fact, I don't think the War of Two Queens, it wasn't until the very last battle that they really talk about Revenants at all. We learn about Millie. And then, um, like, we get a little bit more, like, insight inside of the castle because um, Castile's in prison there. But the, uh, at the very end, what was, Cullum? Cullum? Callum? Callum. Yeah. That little, that little fuck And he's, he's something else entirely there. Like, I think think they call him the golden douche or something. Yeah, but Um, it's like, it's this idea that there's so, there's like, these like you secret know, like concocted a, little like like yes. I, I'm thinking of a few things here, which is like in the first couple of books, you have Atlanteans and yeah. all of these different like blood line things. Um, but I'm also thinking of like the uh King of Scars mm-hmm. when they were like manipulating those like mechanical um like people with like yes, magic like- and stuff doing the like frankenstein yeah 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 so there's there's a bit of like um i don't know immoral is not the right word but it's unethical, um, unethical like yes science shit. kind of thing going science on? Yeah. yep yeah which is kind of interesting for a fantasy that, yes that um which i feel like we have touched on this before which is the fact that like Armin Trout's Blood and Ash series is very much like blood science. Yeah. Like, like they're, they're playing you're with doing lineage a, a lot. Yeah. They're playing with um not not even just lineage, but um evolution. Well, um beings. Yeah. Because yeah. you're an Atlantean, you get ascended, you're a vampire, you're 
a revenant, you're like all of these different a things. You're a god, like, where you're primal. Where does raven <laughs> come from? What's the yeah, difference or, between a primal and a god? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think the only thing, only one that's actually distinct is the wolven. Yeah. That's not like you can't, you can't like ascend a wolven. Yeah. And it's funny because the wolven were created at the same time as yeah. a bunch of the other ones, but they've managed to like something about the way that they were made. And I think it's because they are related. I believe they're related to the draken. Uh-huh. Right. And something about the draken, because the draken are the same way. Like they're just like very firm in their yeah. essence. Um, yeah. My other question with this, and it, it's a question that I'm asking more now than yeah. like adding it to kind of like the other stuff that's going on, which is that like, what's also going to happen with Malik? Because in this book is when we found out that Malik was lying. Right. Um. But like, uh, I think when I asked these questions before in this episode, I was asking in the like, not seeing the battle that was about to come. But uh -huh. now it's like the battle's done and all of these revenants and Millie and the golden douche and Malik are like done. So what do they yeah. do? I think the golden douche we know is already like run off at the very end. Yeah. And I believe Millie has as well, kind of like they didn't chase her out of security. Uh -huh. But here is a little spoiler for the next book. Um, are you okay with it? It was from like, so again, I'm in part of the Jay Landers group in, uh, on Facebook. and Well, you know she, me, I'm not going to remember it. So That's fair. <laughs> she posts like little snippets or she'll do like little previews and stuff. And yeah. they revive... Millie and Poppy's father because they saved him and everything and so like the mm -hmm. beginning of the book I guess he's okay he's recovering and he asks about Millie like he's concerned about her safety oh so he must have seen some fucking yeah. shit well or he's just worried about her you know what I mean mm -hmm. like he's yeah. just a father being worried about his daughters like he's got Poppy here but what about Millie where's Millie was she okay oh yeah like, yeah yeah oh yeah like we're gonna yeah. get another healthy dad <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> oh no. We need someone to replace Victor. We do need somebody to replace Victor. Cause In even Alistair. though Victor's kind of bad or bad, even though Victor's kind of back, I don't think yeah. he can be the Victor that we need him to be anymore. He can't be daddy Victor. So, right. which sucks. He's grand, he's granddaddy Victor. He's granddaddy Victor. Yes. Grandsire Victor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So cool. that is That's... the first three books. Thank you for listening and joining us for another week. Thanks, you guys. Make sure to like and subscribe to the pod. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Wherever you pod. Until next time. Happy reading. Happy reading. Bye. Bye. I'm trying to fix the brightness on my laptop or on my second monitor. So let's just keep recording for like another second here. We can see if my chewing is annoying. <laughs>